Thanks for tuning in to the Tiny and Big Podcast. We're a third culture couple sharing insights, one conversation at a time. Hello, hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Tiny and Big, (laughs) which is actually so on brand for our episode today. We're going to be talking about Aqbalic culture or or Aqbalic culture, this whole notion of let's get married, let's get you married, let's celebrate. Uh, And and for folks who maybe aren't uh, or don't speak Arabic, uh, you want to just explain quickly what that means before we move forward? Yes. So Aqbalak and Aqbalik are things that basically we've been we've been told ever since we were kids. I don't know what the literal Arabic to English translation would be. It's basically like so once once someone gets married, if you are still single or not yet married, the proper um, sort of saying to you is. Basically, it translates to, we wish the same onto you. And like, we can't wait for your turn. Yeah, like, exactly. I, we can't wait till it's your turn to do this. To, to, to celebrate you as well. And yeah. I just want to mention, like, this doesn't just happen at weddings. It happens, like, ever since we were kids. I don't know. Like, you're like a toddler, as, dude. And as, as soon as, as you're born, out. they tell your parents, which means we want to find joy in him. And it doesn't... It's like a very specific kind of joy. And it's like once you're married, you're joyous. Yeah. Like, dude, I can be happy beforehand. All right? Yeah. Dude, why don't you fuck off? <laughs> joy. Wow. <laughs> no, no, because you know what? That's like aggressive language. I've been, I've been bottling this for quite some time, and now we have a platform where we can discuss such <laughs> things. But, but that's exactly it. And um, basically, and you know what? This exists in all cultures. Uh, but it's a bit more subtle, I want to say, in, in Western culture, whereas in uh, Lebanese culture in specific, it's very like in your face, like straight up, why aren't you married yet? What is wrong with you? And how can we get you there? Yeah, like, can we set you up? Can we make some intros? You know, it's, uh, yeah, it's just, it, it's a more active kind of approach. I guess it does exist in different cultures too, but yeah. maybe just not on the same level. Yeah, again, I'm here in Western culture. I, I hear from, from my friends that people ask them, are you still single? Why are you still single? Like, you're 29, you're 30. Mm. But it's, it's, it's exist and it's, it's harmful, but it's subtle. Whereas for us, I feel like it's more in your face uh, in Arab culture. And it, it's a whole family thing. Yeah, well, there's like this, this movement, like hashtag or Abelik season. <laughs> You know, and it's because basically if like you aren't married yet, you're just casted this like uh, this wish upon you all the time. And even by the way, so when we got engaged, it was the same thing. Literally nobody like I mean, not not anybody, but most of our, our relatives, let's say in the Middle East. It's like even before they congratulate you on getting engaged, you're like, all right, so when's the big day? <laughs> when's like, the wedding? Dude, first of all, we, we, we are having a big day. I'd like to celebrate this first. This is a big day. I know you mean well. I know it's all love. It's part of the tradition. I get it. I'm just making fun of it. But yeah, it's like, you know what? Let's, let me just, let me, and, and the response is always like, all right, so did you guys set a day yet? And I'm like, to be honest with you, we're just enjoying being engaged. Like, isn't that a th- can't can't we just be happy <laughs> no, being engaged? And I, uh, spoiler alert: as soon as on on our wedding day, people aren't gonna come up and just say like "mabruk," "congrats." They're gonna be like, "So when are when are the kids coming?" I know. And we're like, "Well, <laughs> like we just got married. Chill, <laughs> At least nine months." About to about to go to Cabo and enjoy my honeymoon. <laughs> you know. Um, I don't know if we're going to look up, but anyways, yeah, so the, the, the point, I, I think it's also a bit, 
I think this is why a lot of um, younger adults feel a bit of pressure. Mm-hmm. right to settle down and again it's not unique to the middle eastern culture it exists in southeast asian i know my indian friends definitely go through the same if not more mm-hmm. um but this pressure to like to reach this milestone is is so significant and i think the pressure is different for men and women too in our culture at least yeah, yeah. right i think in, in pretty much all cultures there are specific reasons i, I think as, yeah as to why that i think is. it's it's universal mm. Uh, because of how we're socialized as men and women. And right. I, just again, I think the difference is that in Lebanese culture, it's they're really just very blatant about it. So for a woman, they, they, they legit tell you, like, you're 25 and you're not married? Do you know that, you know, you're going to be old and you can't have kids after a certain age? Uh, there's even this word for women who aren't married. Uh, that literally translates to, like, spinster. Yeah. There isn't a word for that like that for men because I feel like there exists this double standard where because we're silver fox yeah you know I mean? there's like, like silver fox whereas we have this <laughs> ugly gray spinster for women but yeah. you guys have a different pressure if you're not married I'm sure if you weren't married and you were 35 no I think it still exists right and obviously from the parents perspective like you know when they get older what they look forward to is different right like their careers are not as imp- I mean for the most part they've kind of like finished off that peak of just like pure ambition of career, progress, whatever, money, wealth, ideally. And the next phase is like maybe on the on the phasing out, retirement, or continuing on with their business or whatever, if that's mm-hmm. what, what they want to do. But also looking forward to grandkids, growing the family, you know, like bigger dinner. Like I, I feel the, like... The, the legacy continues? Probably. I mean, I, I would say so. I think if you're a grandparent, I think that's probably why they, there is that pressure, right? So how does that relate to you as a man? Like, what do you think? I okay, you're you were twenty seven when we got engaged. I never, to be honest, my parents, and this is the one thing I was gonna say. Like, I think it's changing a little bit now, because now, although not necessarily fully changed, but I think you hear parents more jokingly say like, "Oh, dude, relax, take your time. You're, st- <laughs> you're still young, you know." Like, what do you want? And like, it, it, don't don't do it. Don't it's do it. Yeah, basically, like, yeah, don't do it. Like, Just wait, buddy. Just wait. You know, and, and so there's a bit of more humor there. But I think if you're a man, I mean, you know, any, any good set of parents or even like siblings, I, they, I think they just want to see you happy, right? Mm-hmm. They want to see you with the right partner. They want to see you in a good place in life, regardless. They'd rather see you that than rush into a, a bad relationship, let's say, that mm-hmm. makes you miserable. Just for the sake of, you know, getting yeah. married and getting the house and having the kids. So that's how my parents were always uh, with regards to this. Like, they never pushed me to do anything. They always said, take your time. Mm-hmm. They trusted that eventually I'd find the right person, I'd, I'd settle down, you know, I'd mature into this kind of phase of life. Uh, but it was never like, oh, come on, why aren't you seeing someone? Like, where's a partner? And blah, blah, blah. Like, it was never like that. Mm-hmm. So I never, n- n- nor, like, it wasn't for me nor my sister. Mm-hmm. I would say, like, yeah. it, it was it was relatively uh, laissez-faire. Like, uh, they, yeah. they just let us do our thing. Yeah. I think that's important. And I think, like, this is what's happening now in modern times i'd like to say even like the arabs who are i guess more progressive now than they used to be back then like i remember my my dad's mom she was married when she was like 16 and she already had three kids by the time she was 23 yeah you know so like here i am at 26 i'm not even i'm still i'm still studying i'm working towards my my degree we're not going to be married for another year. We're not going to have kids for at least another two, three years after that. Mm-hmm. That would have been a huge like abomination, I think. Back but then, then again, the times are changing, right? Like it's exactly what you're saying. So my grandma also had, I think like seven or eight kids. 
in total you know and it's like that that but, but that was that was the norm back then it was it wasn't uncommon i want to say mm-hmm. i mean it's probably like an outlier a bit of an outlier but it wasn't uh shocking to have five or six children so life was obviously a bit different and i guess the implications of getting married that early or maybe having a, a much larger family potentially could have been more seamless back then you know i think again they were living in a different time they had the, you know in lebanon back then there was a war uh, people were bored no the, the Bishmas people were bored women also did not have access to bank accounts do you understand like yeah. if you want to look at it culturally and like historically women needed to get married because it was also a means of survival mm-hmm. and if men wanted to um produce and have kids to carry on the family name and to survive generations mm-hmm. they needed a woman mm-hmm. so it was i don't want to say it was purely transactional but that was just the way the system worked that's how everyone was able to benefit collectively whereas now i feel like the lives we live in 2021 they give us the privilege to like take our time to be a bit more independent um to actually sit and consider do we even want to have take the step do we really want to get married do we need to get married yeah like you're doing basically a, a doctorate of psychology that takes you know x amount of years um you you have certain personal goals and milestones that you want to achieve mm-hmm. and the marriage has to also compromise um s- certain areas right like it, it can't all happen at once mm-hmm. you get it like for instance maybe back then that would have taken uh, a backseat unfortunately yeah now it's actually prioritized and then everything revolves around both of what we're trying to do as individuals but also together now mm-hmm. moving into a marriage uh, phase right yeah okay um so we kind of talked about the pressure side so curious like how how would you define what marriage looks like in 2021 well for me and what i'm hoping like for you and i specifically is that we're both like we're two individuals committed to each other and we're invested in each other, but we're also invested in each other's goals. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. So I know you're not doing the, the, the PsyD program, but I hope that once we get married, it will be as much as something as important to you as it is to me. Of and course. you'll, yeah, you'll be invested in helping me succeed. And then I don't know what, what whatever needs to happen so that I accomplish that goal and so I can progress to the next level mm-hmm. and then also vice versa for you your goals along the way also become my goals and then also having very honest and frank conversations about needs and our wants and what actually makes sense for us versus what society expects from us mm-hmm. and that's actually the one thing that I think that that's become different is like you no longer have to at least in my eyes like and now previously I, I kind of thought of this as is like you you had to get to a certain point where when you're fully ready you know and, and I kind of talked about this before as well but there's also something nice about developing individually and as partners together even while you're married at potentially a, a little bit of a younger age you know like let's say your mid or late 20s mm-hmm. there's something nice to your point is, is what I'm, I'm trying to like tying the the connection here is if I was with you for those five years of the seven, let's say, as you're doing your doctorate, I'm definitely going to feel, you know, as happy for you as maybe you are for yourself. Because I was there with you, right? Through the ups and downs, the hardships, the, the, 
the, the big positives, what are the big milestones, and the same thing for me, right? And, and I think that's that's something that, you know, sometimes I think you hear a bit differently in the modern way of, of the marriage is like, mm-hmm. you have to get to a certain place in life where like maybe a certain net worth, a certain type of character, um, and... I don't think you need to get to a certain place in life. I think there's beauty in growing. Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, you yeah. know, I don't necessarily think that once I finish my doctorate, that means I'm done growing and then, okay, so I'm good to get married and then happily ever after and then that's it. I feel like I just want to reach a place that I'm comfortable with where I can stand on my own two feet before I metaphorically like let you sweep me off my feet, mm-hmm. if that makes sense, you know? I would like the foundation of our home literally and metaphorically to be strong and I feel like I need to have some of like my basic things uh, basic yeah basic needs covered yeah and then the rest is an adventure you and it's literally the unknown mm-hmm. yeah and I also think like you're also going to change as a person regardless of whether you're with someone or you're still single mm-hmm. you know like if you compare how I was five years ago I'm a completely different person mm-hmm. and I hope you know people listening feel the same way that does show growth it shows you know change of character change of ideologies i mean that is part of maturing it is part of growing yeah um and you're still that's still going to happen when you're with someone and there are things that actually that are part of your growth that are as a direct result of being with someone Mm -hmm. like there are a lot of parts of me that have grown because i was or I'm obviously still. <laughs> I, I was. Be. Wow. All right. Well, news. Freudian slip. I don't know how to back out of this one, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> so I think I'm just gonna keep recording because <laughs> a little bit of fear here. Anyways, um, so yeah, character can change. Anyways, to all those who are listening, both uh, our Arab and non-Arab friends, we wish the same onto you. <laughs> <laughs> or actually, you know what? On that note, I do not wish. I don't. I want to break the cycle of that. I want to really normalize that there's nothing. There's absolutely nothing wrong with being single no, and living course. a life. You know, living in a, a life that's in line with what is meaningful for you. I feel like we we look down as a society. I'm not just talking about like Arab culture, but I feel like we look down and we pity people who are single. Like, oh, what's wrong with you? Not at like, all, man. You, I know some of my friends who are living like their best life doing that. Yeah, but I feel like we should we we should praise them and celebrate these people just as much as we celebrate our friends who get engaged and have kids and all of that stuff i feel like we need to break this whole the stereotype of the spinster or the woman that's so hardworking that she had to choose her career over having kids and now she's she's not never going to be truly fulfilled i think regardless though honestly i mean this is a whole different topic too but there is a lot of research that shows uh, fulfillment as a result of having a family i'm not saying that this is right maybe for every single person I, I did okay so I recently gave a presentation on this a shout out to Megan if you're hearing this she, she and I presented on this together there is so much research that shows that relationships are a huge factor of well-being and happiness and all of that good stuff however no one 
they did research no one says that those relationships have to be romantic relationships like between a man and uh, mm -hmm. man and his wife or uh, two wives or two husbands as long as you have some relationship whether it's with your sibling with your best friends uh, with your co-workers right. even with yourself if you have a great relationship with yourself and your body and your your emotions you can live a very full and rich life. Mm -hmm. There's mafishi na'is, as they say in uh, in Arabic. There's nothing missing, and that's a huge misconception that if you're not married and you don't have a family, that means that you are somehow lacking. Right. Great point. Well, that's all we have for today. Thanks uh, for listening. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully, you guys have good relationships out there. That's the important part. We just want you to stay happy and fulfilled my friends so or not you decide <laughs> thanks for listening to this episode if you found this valuable please subscribe and feel free to carry on the conversation